I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joe Strowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you on the BetQL Daily. We appreciate you hanging out between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And now it's all about college football as the NFL season is coming to a close and we're preparing for the playoffs there. Now the really good bowl games are getting going. Now you get days three, four, five games a week. Playoffs coming up on Friday. So we had to bring one of our favorite guests into the show on the Roman Guest Hotline. It's Pamela Maldonado on Twitter at Pamela M35. Find her work at Yahoo Sports. And uh, Pam, I'm assuming that Aaron is, just wants to ask you about your workouts. Like we were talking during the break. <laughs> coming up in a few I am happy to talk about my workouts. <laughs> All right, I, I well, have one quick follow-up. Let's begin, then. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get the college football picks and plays, but just carrying over our conversation uh, during the break, you were talking about how much you love deadlifts. And, yes, and and I was thinking about that that might be, maybe I'm wrong, you're the expert here, that might be one of the exercises that people have the poorest form. It, yes. Am I, am I off base on that? And what If you do deadlifts... You know, this is actually, we need to have you on after college football because everybody's <laughs> going to be going back into the gym in a week. No, honestly. Yeah. And, and we Absolutely. should talk about that stuff. Um, so what do people do wrong with deadlifts? Their form. So deadlifts, yes. If you are not an expert, if you are not trained, if you, it's not something that you do normally as part of your workout, I don't recommend going heavy. Keep it light and keep your ego in check because you can probably feel like you can deadlift, you know, 250 pounds. But the truth of the matter is form means so much in not just deadlifts, but in just weightlifting overall. So what the, the mistake that people make is not keeping the bar close to your shins. If you are doing a deadlift correctly, you will have bruises, you will have scrapes because that is how you prevent any lower back injury. And you see me, like I'm, <laughs> I once forgot my knee pads and I ended up getting just rolls of paper from um, from the gym, and I ended up just like stuffing them into my socks, into my pants, because yeah, if you're doing it correctly, you're gonna have bruises and your legs aren't gonna look good, but you know what? The next day, my back isn't going to hurt. So that's the number one problem that I see people do, is they put the bar away from their feet, and that's forcing your lower back to work harder than it should. Keep it close to your shins, on your shins, you're rubbing it along your shins, then you're going to have good form. I love that. Thank you. So <laughs> we were talking about leg day and um, I don't know if it's women, but I've heard that women should train, like do legs two to three times a week. Tell us a little bit about that. 
It depends on what your goal is trying to achieve. If you're just doing overall fitness and health, it really doesn't matter what you do as long as you're moving. I think the people get the misconception is I have to go to the gym. You really don't. If you want to rollerblade, rollerblade. If you want to bike ride, bike ride. As long as you're actively moving and not just being a couch potato 24 hours a day, that's the biggest key. Now me, I do have a little bit of physique goals because I am going back into competition in the spring. So I actually have a little bit more thicker thighs. <laughs> and so I'm not training. I'm not doing as many leg, um, I'm isolating the workouts that I'm doing, focusing more on glutes and hamstrings and not doing quads as much because I don't need to grow that part of my body. So it all depends on what it is your goal is to achieve. If you want to build strength, then you're trying to look into like more of the power lifts, which is like the bench press and the deadlifts and just like the squat, targeting the main lifts as part of your routine. But if you're just trying to like stay healthy and be active and lose a little bit of weight, it really doesn't matter what you do, do what it is that makes you want to work out. It's more important. I love it. I love it. I, I'm serious. We've got to do this uh, maybe in another week or two so we can, uh, after when the When all the amateurs season. are back at the gym what? and you're like, hey, yeah. yeah, enjoy and the I'm place to my demos. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, grunting well, like they've been there all year long. No, oh yeah. No. Well, people are looking. For, they're always looking for the new hot exercise or the new hot video and stuff like that. And you could just tell that Pam's old school. So it's like, listen, it's about burning more calories than you're consuming. It's not that hard. Really and stop eat. Stop eating stupid crap. Uh, so we'll get into that. But we've got to start with uh, the playoff here. So we've got Friday afternoon. We've got Cincinnati at Alabama. Now this I'm number, so excited. <laughs> this number came I'm down so a little excited. bit. People are backing okay. the Bearcats. Total fifty-seven and a half. What's your handicap? What did you? What did the line drop down to? As of yesterday, it was thirteen and a half. Did it drop further? No, I, I was uh, referencing when it was fourteen. Oh, it was fourteen. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so no, I'm gonna be with the majority, and I'm gonna back the Bearcats. Okay, look, so I have been one of the people, I've been the biggest opponent of Cincinnati this season, more so than probably anybody that I know, because 2020 version of the Cincinnati Bearcats, I believe is just far superior than what the 2021 version has provided. However, at some point you have to think and come to the realization that, okay, they are still good. Maybe they've been playing with their food, but they have had one bit of the worst part of their defense has been against the run. They won by just seven points to Navy. They lost the time of possession, 40 minutes to 20 minutes. They won to, they defeated Tulsa by eight points, allowing 300 rushing yards. Alabama does not run. They're 77th in rushing yards. Now, because they do have wide receiver John Mechie, he's out in this game. He is leading in receptions. He's second in receiving yards and second in receiving scores. You have to think, is Nick Saban, one of the greatest minds of college football, going to change the game plan here? I'm going to say that he doesn't because you have a Heisman winner in Bryce Young. You're not going to change the DNA of your offense this late in the season. You're going to go with what it is that you know, and they're going to stick to the pass. That is where the Cincinnati Bearcats thrive, is in the backfield. That secondary is really good. They have some of the best safeties in in, in, in cornerbacks in all of college football, and they are still a top 20 pass rush. Are any of us still forgetting that Alabama has a terrible offensive line? This was the one game all season long against Georgia where Bryce Young was sacked zero times. Did the offensive line suddenly improve from a 99th ranked in quarterback protection to now the number one <laughs> offensive line in the country? Or does it just happen to be that Alabama owns Georgia? Because 20, what they did at Alabama in tw this season, 
they did the exact same thing to Georgia last season. So it could just be a perfect scenario for Bryce Young to have just shined. He played a perfect game. Is that repl- can that be replicated? I'm gonna. It's difficult. He very. Well, he's a Heisman winner for. Oh, he's a Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. But Cincinnati is still a threat. That secondary is going to be the matchup, and it's going to be Bryce Young against that pass rush. It's going to be the Alabama wide receivers and Bryce Young and how they can manage that backfield for the Bearcats. I do like the Bearcats as an underdog. What about the cheese at bowl today? Um, we've got Iowa State and Clemson. This line did move. It was one and a half, now two and a half. Um, who do you like in this one? Man, so you, there's a couple of uh, key players that are going to be out for Clemson on the offense and their wide receivers. Clemson, you don't back Clemson because of that offense. No one is ever going to the window because, oh, I love this wide receiver for Clemson. It's a great quarterback. It's a great system. You don't back Clemson for that offense. You back them because of that defense. As long as those defensive players are still intact, which from what I've read, I don't see any opt-outs. I don't see any players that are uh, popping up. It should be Clemson because of that defense because Iowa State is going to be without its key offensive player in running back Brees Hall. He that is such a big loss for the Cyclones here. You have Brock Purdy, who, you know, they're a Pratt's heavy team, but they are a balanced offense. And it's because of Brees Hall for that reason. He accounts for like two thirds of the rushing yards. He accounts for he had a he has a hundred rushing yards in almost like seven games this season. In three games he rushed for no less than 167 yards, and including 242 rushing yards in the finale 48-14 win over TCU. Tell me having that player out for the game is not going to be a huge loss when you're already going up against a really solid defense. Clemson definitely can be overlooked because the offense is so subpar, but they are still like a top five pass rush. And you saw it in a few games ago with Brock Purdy. He was sacked seven times to Oklahoma. They're not even in the top 50 for quarterback pressure. And now you're going up against the third best pass rush. I see only Clemson winning this game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Pamela Maldonado, Yahoo Sports, this is BetQL Daily. I'm Joe Ostrowski with Aaron Hawksworth. So in the first playoff game on Friday, you really like the Bearcats getting all of those points. But what about the primetime matchup? Georgia favored by seven and a half against Michigan in the Orange Bowl Friday night. Let me ask you a question. We're going to switch the interview mm-hmm. here for, for a minute. Okay. Who do you want to win? Want? Want Michigan. to win. 
Exactly. Um, Are yeah. any of us looking at this game objectively? Because I believe we could be all in the same boat, wanting to see Harbaugh, wanting to see Michigan, wanting to see some yes. new blood in the playoff. Do any of us want to see Georgia on the final game of the year? Like, just so boring. <laughs> no, no, none of us do. So from an from a objective from a subjective point, we, we I saw really the want other game. Michigan. We saw. The we saw it. Too. Exactly. Yeah. We we already did. We already know what that's gonna what that outcome's gonna be, and it's gonna be Alabama. If it is Alabama, it's gonna be them against Georgia, and we know how that ends. I would love, 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 love to see Michigan get here. I just not. I'm not. I'm not entirely convinced that they will. What I do love more so is the under on this game because Georgia. This is their wheelhouse. We see them. Maybe what did they just get throttled by in Alabama? It was against the pass. That is not what Michigan brings. They are one of the best they're top 10 in their rushing yards but this is a wheelhouse this is how this is what georgia is best at defending they shut out arkansas they held kentucky and tennessee to 17 points or less they limited all three of those opponents to under 75 rushing yards now i blake Corum and hassan hoskins those are the two best like one two punches you're going to get in college football so potentially that's going to be a different dynamic than what they've already played but this is what the defense knows how to defend best now, on the flip side of it, you're talking about Michigan offense against the Georgia defense. Well, how about talking about the Georgia offense against the Michigan defense? Michigan is one hell of a defense, and they're, along with Georgia, top 10 in opponent points per play, top 10 in opponent red zone scoring attempts and scores and touchdowns allowed. So we're going to see a really great defensive battle, I believe, SEC versus Big Ten, which one's going to come out on top because – Michigan does bring more of a dynamic offense, a stronger offense, a str uh, one that can kind of like confuse. I'm going to say that Michigan is definitely live here as an underdog, but more so my strongest play would be the under on 45 and a half. Do we still have time? I guess we do. I wasn't sure. Oh, yeah, um, really quick. I don't know how much time we have left. Sorry. I wasn't sure if I had time for another question, but our viewers <laughs> want to know about a game I cannot bet on because I'm in Virginia, Virginia Tech okay. and Maryland. Any thoughts on that one? Yeah, so I actually do like the underdog Virginia Tech, and I'm probably going to be the cheese stands alone here. And the, this line shifted. Virginia Tech was the favorite, and then it shifted to now Maryland minus four. And it's because I know it is a pretty big deal. You have quarterback Braxton, Bur I'm going to butcher his name, Burmeister, Burmeister. Burmeister, Burmeister, I think. Burmeister. Yeah. You have quarterback Braxton Burmeister. He's in the transfer portal. So now you lost a quarterback on an offense. Boom. Favorite underdog, what happens? Well, if you're a quarterback on a team that doesn't pass, does that really even matter? As long as you still have the rushing offense for the Hokies, that is what they do. They're 111th in passing yards. They're 28th in rushing yards. He was second on the team in rushing yards, so that could potentially come into play here. But looking at quarterback two, his backup, the one that is going to get the start, um, Connor Blumrick, he rushed for 100-plus yards this season so he is very capable as far as mobility goes for a rushing attack so i'm still looking at virginia tech on the ground game that is their strength and maryland susceptible against the run i yes they can pass both of them both of the offensive strengths are fall into perfectly into both defensive weaknesses so it's going to be an interesting battle this line movement i believe is just like too absurd if it was like, you know, if it was Bryce Young <laughs> out, then I can understand the, the line flip. But when you're on 111th in passing, losing a quarterback, it's not that big of it. In my opinion, it's just not as strong of a case to be made to make such a drastic line change. I'm still backing the underdog. 
Uh, Pam, we've got about a minute left, so take us wherever you'd like. Uh, four games coming up tomorrow on Thursday or New Year's Day. Uh, what do you love? Um, how about the NFL? Are, is anybody right. excited about this Bengals-Chiefs game? I am so excited, yes. and I'm loving the Bengals in this matchup. I think this is going to be a really strong you, – you get to see Joe Burrow and just, like, against this passing attack. This is going to be two defenses who are really great in the passing game against two two offenses, against two defenses who are just really susceptible against the pass. I think points are going to be scored. 50-and-a-half just looks too low for what type of offense both of these quarterbacks can bring. And I, I don't know. I'm as at this point, I'm I'm looking to back the Bengals in this spot. You know what I just heard? I just heard Pam what? Maldonado suggest a Cincinnati chili parlay between college football and the NFL. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, Cincinnati plus thirteen and a half. Cincinnati Bengals take the plus. <laughs> I love it. There you it. go. Perfect. Uh, Pam Maldonado, uh, college football, NFL. She covers it all for Yahoo Sports on the Roman Guest line get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ed all from the comfort and privacy of your home go to getroman.com slash betql to get 15 dollars off your first month that's getroman.com slash betql uh pamela m35 over on twitter does stuff for yahoo sports and also the stack of stats pod correct pam correct all right thank you very much have a great New Year's, and I'm serious. We want to talk about some workouts uh, when we get to the New Year, all right? <laughs> hey, Happy New Year's to you guys. Looking forward to Fox for y'all in 2022. <laughs> yes, Happy Thanks. New Year. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy to even <laughs> consider that. All right, coming up next, we're going to go back to those short road dogs that have been hitting at a high clip this year. There are a few other games we want to talk about that do qualify for that trend. That is next, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.